Hi, I'm Casey Hobbs. And I'm Shane Mason. And we're the hosts of Nurse Talk Radio. Please join us for this special edition podcast. In a few minutes, we'll talk to Matt Whitaker, the California State Director for Compassion and Choices. Medical Aid in Dying is now available to terminally ill adults in California as the End of Life Option Act took effect in early June. Can you talk a little bit about how people find the resources, how they find doctors who are going to participate? What we have found, I think, that is the the real linchpin of this is that physicians who might say, you know, in thinking about this option intellectually, um, I don't support it or I'm not going to participate. Um, they have a much harder time uh, making that same decision when a patient, um, you know, most likely one who they've had a very long relationship with, especially someone who's in that six-month phase of their disease process. Uh, this is a person they've cared through from diagnosis to, to this point. Oftentimes, that's where a physician will change his or her mind. But, you know, the big challenge that exists is that there are health systems across the state who have decided their physicians can't participate. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, a piece of the law that says that systems have that right. They can say our physicians are not allowed to prescribe under the law. And so when that occurs, then obviously a person needs to find a, a new place to, to receive their care, a place where physicians are allowed to participate. And so on our website, we actually have instituted what we call a find care tool, where a person can put in their zip code and a radius of, uh, of mileage and at least find out what health systems are not prohibiting their physicians from participating in hopes that they might be able to reestablish care there and connect with a physician that might support uh, him or her in that decision. But the main thing is talking to that doctor and letting them know that this is important to, to you. And not only is that going to help that individual in that situation, but if we all do that, um, then what that's going to do is let the policymakers at these hospitals and health systems and hospices know that this is a relevant, uh, a relevant option that exists. This isn't something that just exists on paper but is never going to touch the practitioners which they represent. And so we're doing a lot of work in that public education around telling people, hey, help us out. Go talk to your doctor. Tell them that this is important to you. Tell them that you are really concerned um, if you're in a system that that physician is not allowed to participate because not only do you see that as uh, as infringing on something that you fought for, uh, more importantly, you see that as a real value statement about how that system feels about patient-centric care. And uh, and in, in doing so, you know, maybe we can make some change happen within these systems. Yeah, I, and it's so important. So I I would just. Um ask everyone if you if this is something that you're looking at or something that you're interested in to go on to the Compassion and Choices website and look for the physician in your area. And again, I want to say to people, if you are somebody who's interested, you know, contact your local hospice, but also go to Compassion and Choices because their website is very helpful. Through networking, we'll be able to increase the amount of physicians who are willing to help people out with this very intense and uh, thoughtful decision. Again, we're talking with Matt Whitaker, the California State Director for Compassion and Choices, about the new California End-of-Life Option Act. Matt, what is the most important message to share with our listeners right now? I think the most important message is start these conversations early. And, you know, our goal is that we want to transform end-of-life care for all Californians, not those just those who are wanting to access this End-of-Life Option Act. But what 
the end of Life Option Act does is it opens the door for really clear, open, transparent conversation about what people's wishes are when they approach the end of life, what it is that they fear, what it is that they value, what it is that they hope for. And so that's my encouragement to anyone who's listening to this show, um, to anyone that I encounter, is let's go ahead and talk about this. Um, not not just if you're uh, a person who's on hospice or in the last six months of life, but all of us. Let's dispel the myths. Let's uh, take the taboo out of this. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about what we all hope for, what we all wish for, and what quality of life looks for us. That's so great, Matt. I want to thank you so much for being with us today, and thanks for the amazing work you do with Compassionate Choices and for making more people aware of it. We really appreciate it. Uh, Thank you. The website is CompassionateChoices.org. Please take some time and learn about the End of Life Option Act, even if it's not something that you're thinking of, but maybe for a loved one who may be considering it. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. For more information about this topic, visit NurseTalkSite.com. 